the morning grace minute, I have now turned myself up. It is lovely to be here this morning. Just so beautiful to be able to worship together. And now we are gathering around God's word. So the message that I brought you this morning, I've called communication is the name of the game. And there's a real art to communicating well. So here's a really good question to start off this morning. How well do we communicate? My children will tell you that I have the look. And when I was not happy with their behavior, they got the look. There was no shouting or screaming, just the look. And they knew they were in trouble if they didn't stop what it was they were doing and behave. They still teased me about it, but it worked. One of the ways Mark and I communicate love is with hugs, in case you hadn't noticed. While some people are not comfortable with this form of communication, others have really missed it during lockdown and have really enjoyed getting a big fissa hug now that it's safe to do so. It seems to have caught on in grace too, and you will invariably be welcomed with a big hug when you arrive, and people always comment about the love they receive when they come to our church. Nowadays, most of our communication happens on social media. It is so much quicker and easier to shoot off a text message or an email rather than taking the time to pick up the phone and have a real conversation. While the digital world has made communication so much quicker and easier, it does have its problems. These forms of communication can be overlooked, especially if you are inundated with digital communications. Sadly, some of the digital communication that Mark sends out via the church email is ignored, and then people miss out what is happening in the church. Please, 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 if this is you, would you honor the efforts of Mark and the other leaders and read your emails? Maybe I need to practice the look on some of you. These digital forms of communication can easily be misunderstood when you can't tell the tone and the intent behind the message. And this has often resulted in relationship breakdowns. Social media is plagued with abuse, anger, offense and injustice, especially if you can remain faceless and nameless. And many people have been traumatized by this. Here's an important communication about the new Autumn Connect groups that Mark promised earlier. This information will be given in more detail in an email that will be sent out later. So please read it and respond. There will be three groups, one on a Tuesday evening, one on Wednesdays in the morning, and one on Thursdays in the evening. Please choose the group you would like to join and let the leaders know. I will be leading the Tuesday evening group at our home, and those who are unable to meet with us in person will be able to join on Zoom. The topic is how to bloom where you are planted, and it follows Daniel's life in exile in Babylon. Rachel and Johnny will lead the Wednesday morning group, where Marion will be teaching a series on the Minor Prophets. 
This will be Zoom only. Mark and Chris will be leading the Thursday evening group at their home, and those who are unable to meet in person will be able to join in on Zoom. The topic is the seven letters to the churches of Revelation. What if God wrote you a letter about your relationship with him? We'll talk more about letters later on. All this and more will be in the email, the venue address, the start date of your group and the time, and the leader's email address for you to respond to. We are so grateful for this form of digital communication when we have not been able to be in the church building like we used to when we passed around the sign-up sheet. So please pay attention, read your email and respond. We have looked at how we communicate with each other. So how does God communicate with us? Firstly, he communicates with us through his word, the Bible. The psalmist says in Psalm 119, verse 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So many people I know struggle to hear God, but this is where we start with his word. He can communicate in so many ways, a sunset, a word or a picture from a trusted friend in the Lord, an impression in our minds, or even a still small voice. There are so many ways, but one thing is for sure, they will always line up with scripture, with his word. He says, test all things, hold fast to what is good, Abstain from every form of evil. 1 Thessalonians 5, 21 and 22. God also communicates through silence. If we can be still in the silence and wait, his voice will be ever so clear and meaningful when he speaks. We also know we communicate with God through prayer. There's nothing magical or mystical about prayer. It's simply having a conversation with God. The deeper our relationship with God, the deeper our prayer conversations. But remember, conversation is two ways. Have you ever been with someone who only wants to talk about himself and who can never get a word in edgeways? Don't be like that with God. Take your problems and requests to him and then be still and listen for the answer, and act on it. What about the way we communicate to others, especially those who don't know Jesus? I think this is just beautiful. Jesus says, we are his love letter to the world. Don't you love that? We are his love letter to the world. Listen to how Paul describes his fellow believers, and this is for us too. You yourselves are our letter, written on our hearts, known and read by everyone. You show that you are a letter from Christ, the result of our ministry, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. That's 1 Corinthians 6, 2 and 3. Does this remind you a bit about the challenge? to do the hard things of God, and we can only do this if we have soft hearts and not hearts of stone. 
We are a letter from Christ, a love letter. How does that make you feel? And how does he do this? By filling us with his Holy Spirit. So we are competent messages, messages of his love. It is the power of the Holy Spirit living in us that enables us to show the love of God to those who are far from him, as well as those who are near. You've heard the expression that we Christians might be the only Bible that some people ever read. God has written his love letter on our hearts, and he knows us intimately, better even than we know ourselves. Are we able to say, as David did in Psalm 139, verses 1 to 4, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit down and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all of my ways. Before a word was on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. And then verses 13 to 16. For you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Can we communicate to others how much God loves and cares for us so that they can know that God loves and cares for them too? In our daily communication with people, do we know and show we are deeply loved? That a letter of love is written all over us, telling how God made us and loves us and sees us. Do we live like we believe this? Can we pause a moment and really think about this? Can we ask God to show you his love letter to you now as you wait on him. Let's take a moment in his presence to truly grasp this. If we're struggling to believe we are loved, if we feel inadequate or unworthy, have a poor self-image, or don't really love ourselves, what letter are others reading? It certainly won't be a love letter. If we don't believe we are loved, we have no love to pass on. This is what prevents us from communicating the greatest commandment to love God and love our neighbours as ourselves. We are all communicators wherever we are. So what letter are others reading when they encounter you? Allow the love letter of God to be seen. Apply it to yourself and then to everyone else. Ask God who he is sending you to be a love letter. To whom? 
is he wanting you to share his love? Can you communicate his love? Tell his story, what he has done for you in such a way that others will want to be part of the story too. Can we practice the art of communication so God's love letter to us is clear for all to read? Can we say with the psalmist, my lips will shout for joy when I sing praise to you, I whom you have redeemed. My tongue will tell of your righteous acts all day long. That's from Psalm 71, verses 23 and 24. Let's pray. Lord, would you teach us the art of communication so that every encounter we have blesses those we communicate with? Can we communicate love even in the hard conversations we sometimes have to have with family, colleagues, and friends. Set a guard over our mouths, Lord, and keep watch over the door of our lips that only your love flows from them. Can we use our words to build up, not tear down? And would you help us so that nothing unclean or hurtful comes out of our mouths? in our speech and in our digital communications. Make us a love letter to those we encounter that they may know you through our love. Amen. We have some questions for discussion now which I'm going to read up and they will be up there for you and then you know that you have to come off your live feed and click onto the Zoom link and join us on Zoom where we'll put you in your breakout rooms. And just give us a minute or two to get the computer to cope with the change. So here are the questions that you're going to be discussing. One, do you struggle with expressing yourself clearly and lovingly when you are upset? Perhaps that's a question for me. Perhaps praying Psalm 141 verse 3 might help you when you find yourself in that difficult situation. The second question, how do you usually hear God? Are there some ways you would like to hear him better? The third question, what do you think about you being a love letter from God? How has this changed the way you might communicate in the future? And the fourth one, Pray for one another to improve in the area of communication they find most challenging. So those are your four questions to discuss as you think about the art of communication. So take yourself off the live feed now and link into the Zoom and we'll meet you there in your breakout rooms.